crazy, beautiful, dark, and shining, hateful, loving world, which is always the ultimate paradox, and it's just how we decide to engage with it. So we'll figure out how to do that successfully, not falling into the darkness and being able to be a part of the light. Let's just anyone who wants to give some deep breaths, close your eyes, hold a loved one, let yesterday and tomorrow go, let all the mistakes. Let's just begin again. I got stuff I got to get out of my heart, out of my stomach. Great to see you, Nancy. Oh, Nancy. <laughs> you guys in Washington, Missouri were so great. I had that great banana bread. I had to go to the gym extra times just to get rid of it, but you got me the vegetables too, so that's okay. So everybody, let's connect to our deepest inner selves, that which is eternal, that which is one with everyone, that which is peaceful, joyful, loving. Let's go to that place and let everything else go for a little bit. Let's see if we're in tombstone. Craziness is starting again in America. Um, 
people um, deciding to, you know, take their anger out on, uh, we have a place to take the anger out, it's the voting system, it's the democratic process, it's about speaking, it's about peaceful protesting, so uh, however you feel about whatever issue, you can protest, you can vote differently, you can write differently, you can get on social media, but you cannot um, cause violence. And so I'm praying that people will be responsible with all current events, always trying to um, open up dialogue. That's what we're trying to do here, open up dialogue. It's less important what Laser Lloyd thinks and more important that you all have an avenue to speak to each other about what's going on. And uh, I would say, I'm going to say something that um, it's a little harsh and I don't like to judge and I don't like to um, to generalize but I want to say that specifically in America and it happens in other places around the world I don't think there is anyone working for any of those major news networks whether they be from the right or the left that do not understand that they are not telling an accurate picture of what is really happening in certain situations and that they are using those sources to inflame emotions and the those people working in the media on those major networks that I would be it would be almost impossible for any of them to have made it even one week in any of those major news media outlets without knowing that that specific news outlet is going to purposely misinform the general public for a specific bias. And they know that they're also specifically going to do things for ratings that are going to inflame emotions, perhaps inflame hatred and violence, and divide people. So I would say, I do not like to generalize, but I would say do not worship any of those people on any of the media channels. Do not buy into any of the things they say. And then again, it's all a paradox. We are all have to in some way try to inform ourselves of what is going on with these different situations. That is very complicated. How do it? How to how do you how do you know what exactly is happening in Kenosha? Even if you go to the local news you have different uh camera angles, how are you going to know exactly what's happening with different situations? You know, we can't all call up our best buddy that we trust from the army or our best buddy from 
school or from the football team or our family members and say, hey, can you go take a live video of that situation? But I would say that I, I, I say over and over again, if you're just taking one of those narrow views that continually tries to paint a major part of America as specifically this or that, I can tell you from being on the streets and being all over America, you're not getting the, the accurate story. If you're only reading the New York Times, you're not getting the accurate story. If you're only reading the Wall Street Journal, you're not getting the accurate story. And if you read all of the newspapers and watch all of the news, good morning, Chloe, you're still not getting the actual story. So what is left is to put not your emphasis in fixing America or the world or your country on outside analysis. There are some people who are way too... Hey, Odelia, how's the rock and rose? There are way, people that are way too involved in the world, attached to the world, thinking it's so... offers all the solutions whether it's the physical desires, the materialism, thinking somehow you are getting somewhere doing something in this physical world, there can be a huge exaggeration of getting attached to it, and it's not healthy. The same thing can be for there's some people that they only see, oh, the world is so evil, it's so dark, people are so bad, it's just war and ego and hate. Now, uh, hey, Janice, we're going to get some playing and singing in too. So that also is not a balanced, healthy thing because that's also not the reality. So don't get yourselves too much jumping into the world. Wow, let's do it. Wow, it's great. Eating this, traveling here. Wow, 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 buying this putting money in the bank, that's, you know, let's calm down, that's not, nothing there, there is going to last, at the same time, there's a reason we're here, there is beauty in the world, there are beautiful people, so don't look at it too darkly, keep yourself balanced, but sometimes it does feel like the world is falling on me, it's falling on you.
Freeman says, right on, I have learned to limit my intake of any news form. I get so upset and feel incredible fear towards humanity. Yes, that's what they want you to do because then you start eating and buying things, princess. Uh, toward humanity, for what is it to come? I do not fear death. I fear what we are willing to do to each other. The government is not what I was supposed to be. And their agents are tearing the world apart. You, you, you see, that's exactly what we're talking about. That's what we end up feeling. Hey, my brother Mike, what's going on? And so we have to not get sucked into that because you know what? There are good people in the government. There's good people in the school system. There's good policemen. There's good people in the NFL. There's good people in the NBA. There's good guitar players. There's bad guitar players. So we can't get sucked into this. We have to go out and meet people. You know, I, I, I was in New York City, back in New York City. My music career really took off when uh, Atlantic Records had me come showcase in New York City. I lived five years writing songs and doing my music in Manhattan. I hadn't been back. I come into play. Usually when I come into play, I got to go right in, right out. It's very hectic. This time I came in to do a show there. I, I had a little part in a movie that they releasing and uh and so i played a little bit after the movie i got to spend about an hour just walking around manhattan i really liked it because i remember what manhattan is manhattan is you just it's a it's a madhouse you have to leave your door with your heart open and a smile and you i'm telling you on a good day if you leave your heart open and a smile you won't be able to believe how many unbelievable conversations you can have with so many different people. I went into different stores, restaurants, things. Within one hour, I dropped my, took the Uber from the airport, got to the place I have to play. They told me they're not ready for another hour. I walked around the street. I went into one place, met these Muslim guys who had a pizza place. We were smiling, hanging out and talking. Then I uh, went to get my shoes fixed. You know, I can tell you the truth. I was down in Oklahoma looking for a size 12 shoes. There was nothing on the shelf. 
that was kind of eye-opening, you know. I could tell I could tell you that from an experience, not something I'm reading in the news. I'm not saying there wasn't anything on the shelves. There was a lot of shoes. The lady specifically told me, no, they're, they, from the factory, they have not been able to get anything. So I, I had to get my old shoes, which I wanted anyway, fixed. So I'm sitting there for 20 bucks. This guy, Arthur, he was... Um, it's this little shoe place on four, the corner of 45th and 3rd Avenue. This little hole in the wall because, you know, the rent's so expensive. So here's this guy. His helper's in the back. They can shine your shoes. They can fix your shoes. I walk in and say, you know what? I asked him, maybe he'll have time with us. He's giving a very heavy Ukrainian accent. He was from Zitomir in the Ukraine, he's been in in America for 40 years, super, I could tell right away, a super great guy, and uh, so he takes my shoes, and comes sit next to me, an elderly Puerto Rican lady, from Brooklyn, that comes all the way in, just to be, to give him her shoes, she had worked around the corner, and so she's opening up her heart, telling me her whole life story there, and why she's telling me her life story, and we're sharing experiences, all these people are coming in with smiles to Arthur to bring in their shoes, and people are all shapes and sizes, that's what I think I love about Manhattan and that area, is you meet people from around the world, and if you're open, not always, I'm not going to say always, in the first video that really brought a lot of people in was the thing about the bridge, we can only try to be a bridge, we can smile, open our hearts to the world, that's our responsibility. Whether the world decides to react and open their hearts to us, that's their responsibility. Um, so it was just such a... Uh, <laughs> Hi, Monica. Ah, I wasn't so tall. Probably I had my hat on that day. I don't remember. It was great to see you. Um, um, so anyway, I, it was a beautiful day. And then I went to, I don't know, a few other places... Um, Actually, the Uber driver was from Afghanistan, been in America for 20 years, and we were speaking about Afghanistan, and uh, just met very interesting people. I, I met a waitress, she was from Colombia, working at the movie we were sent. She told me she just two months in America from Colombia, and that's, you know, a little bit of some dangerous things going on in her country, so she was happy to be in America, working, and... Um, it was just beautiful, so, you know, but again, I could tell you, I could tell you, in Oklahoma, I was in Fort Gibson and Muskogee, Oklahoma, looking for maybe a pair of shoes, because I had holes in my shoes, and I knew it was going to start raining and stuff, so whenever that happens, my socks all get wet, so I was like, I got to either get shoes or get them fixed, so Arthur glued my shoes for 20 bucks, they're looking pretty good, looking new, look at this job, I got to say, Arthur on 46th Street, tell him laser said hello. He shined them up. He glued it all here. <laughs> I like these because I take these on the road. They're super light. I jog, go to the gym, on the stage, and walk around in these shoes for many years. You know. And so, anyway, let's sing. Let's play a song. Let's try a little love song here, right? This is going to be on the next album. Give you a little taste. This is called Wasted. Interesting name for a love song, but I guess you gotta listen to it a little bit.
Feels like I'm back at 17 My fear's already smoking green We were just young and having fun and wasted I still remember Danny and Todd in the summertime Be working hard, playing rock and roll in the bars Yes, wasted, we were wasted So wasted, we were gone We were wasted, so wasted We were gone I always knew that love was the drug You know it was something I never dreamt of I guess I felt maybe no one knew where to find it Woman, you took me by surprise I'd already closed my eyes Then you slipped something deep inside Now I'm wasted On you I'm wasted So wasted A woman on you I'm gone On you I'm wasted So wasted A woman on you I'm Thought that life could bring 
a beautiful thing. I feel very blessed. My oldest daughter's getting married. And with all the nice things I could say about the groom, the only thing I ever asked for my kids, I told them to just find someone with a good heart. Uh, if you find someone with a good heart, everything else, you know, will fall into place. Not about the money, the looks, whatever you want to say. Sometimes it is very important to have a nice family, you know. Thank God he has a very nice family. And it was a very interesting cultural mix at the engagement party. Um, let's see, we have some, uh, I had my parents there, Americans, my wife's family, Moroccans. And then uh, the groom's family was from Tunis. <laughs> And so it was a very interesting mix of people. We had the grandkids running around, taking mom around in the wheelchair, organized everything. And um, I, I'm not lying, emotions have been pretty high around here with all the kids and all the things have to work out and I'm just observing it and keeping calm in the eye of the storm. That is what we all, are asked to do here is to be observing um, what is happening in our emotions, in our thoughts, to be awake, awakened, to, to observe it, does it, it means that we don't have to get sucked into it and we can eliminate suffering, that's why we're here, to eliminate suffering of others other beings, other creatures, and to eliminate our own ego. In order to do that, we have to have time. We can weather those storms and make it through the toughest situations, whatever it might be in life, if it's relationship problems, if it's our own emotional struggles with ourselves, if it's financial, if it's health. But the one key is we must take the time to obtain the highest knowledge available in our lives and that is self-knowledge that is something that not in the grade schools not in most high schools or colleges and you have people I've met that have numerous PhDs and degrees that know so many things but I can see when after one conversation they are very detached from what who they truly are and so we need to take time as sometimes we see the clouds and the darkness in the world so we say I see clouds I see darkness so you look at it from here and you look out you see the clouds of darkness but what we really need to do is to analyze where does the i come from what is the source of this being if i was to suggest to you that who is laser laser is his clothes you would say no that's ridiculous your laser last video had different clothes even though sometimes i have the same clothes for numerous videos 
Still, an, even though my hair got cut, still a hippie mentality, keeping it very simple. But so it, it's not the clothes, and you would say it's not even the body because we started as a seed in our mother's womb, and then we were a baby, and then when we were children, the body is changing. So there's nothing you can point your finger at that the body is that's laser. The mind, all of our ideas are changing. And we see the mind has sort of a mind of its own with the ego. So what is the I? What is this? What is the actual real I? Not the small I, but what is the source? So when you go inside and you take time to ask, who am I really? This is the only answer really to fixing our society, our world, ourselves. Because when you are seeking the source of the I, which is the ego, and then beyond that to the true source of your actual reality, which is that which is never born, never dies, that eternal self, call it whatever you want, people call it different names, your higher consciousness, your self, your divine essence, whatever you want to say, there's numerous systems by numerous religions, it doesn't really matter because in the same religions, in the same books, on different pages, they're describing different scenarios to different levels of people. So don't let it confuse you. Don't argue about it. Don't just seek ultimate humility. That will bring joy when you can quiet the mind from convincing you that there is something to be had external to yourself that is going to bring you the ultimate joy, the ultimate goal, the ultimate present moment, the only thing that will give you that is the experience of the highest knowledge, which is self-knowledge, which is not something you write down as an answer. It is an experience of when you are able to watch the mind as the thoughts arise you let them go. You don't fight with the mind. You just watch the thoughts and remind yourself just like whatever example works for you. Say it's, um, let's say you had an addiction to drugs. And so the thoughts for you, they become, let's say, the pusher man. It's the pusher coming to the door, knocking on the door to deliver drugs and you know what how bad that was for you so you don't even open the door so you don't even let the thought come in whether it's thoughts of the past or the future worries who insulted me what was wrong with my life my mistakes all the and then all the it's all illusionary because we see how many times we build things in our minds that aren't accurate not about how other people perceive us or how we perceive other things we're out of tune with reality because we're out of tune with actually being able to um, discover that really it's this ego fooling us, keeping us trapped. And those are the feelings that the media is sending out and a lot of other sources. If your eyes are looking externally to advertisements or to social media, they're trying to trap you into not feeling good, not feeling like where you are and who you are is enough. So you need something else, and, and you have to learn and be smart to that. So as the thoughts come, the first step is just sitting there. You might not be able to sit quietly 
and to experience your actual true being. You might have to, in the beginning, just go through many minutes, many, many days, maybe perhaps weeks, of just learning to watch the thought. Okay, maybe in the beginning it takes you a little bit. You start buying into the dialogue. Oh my gosh, I either want to kill everybody in Kenosha or all those jury people, or I want to kill all the media who made all the lies, or whatever side you got yourself so upset about, or you think this person's ruining the world and the country, or this person, and you get sucked into that understanding, not understanding that you are the only person controlling, making, or destroying your own world. Because it's all how you react to it. So it might just take a while, but if you can actually start doing that, some use different techniques, some use prayer in the beginning of reading certain words. That's just what it's doing. It's like putting a chain in the trunk of the elephant, keeping its focus one-minded focus. You might need to do breathing, you might need to do physical exercise, but at the end, to really get the self-knowledge you're going to need, you're going to have to drop all of that, drop all thoughts, all concepts, and go into that unknown beauty of totally being present in the moment. No thoughts, no achieving, and just experiencing being. And then you understand wow, what I am is really the being, beingness. The eternalness, the beingness is what I am. And it's manifesting through this body, through this mind for whatever reason. And I have to do things in the world, but remember that I am not the doer, not the small I, it is that which is manifesting through me, which is the same thing manifesting through you. Yet it is desiring to manifest through an endless amount of different manifestations, which is the existence, and each has its own unique reason for being created, and we must appreciate that. And so when you are acting with the physical attributes and the intellectual and mental attributes that you've been given, whether you're a tree, a rabbit, the sun, or a human living in a certain place at a certain time, given certain family and certain social skills, you have to do what you are supposed to do in the world, but in an egoless way, that you are not the doer. You are, and you are here to end other people's suffering. You are here to lift them up. You are here to give them strength and belief in themselves by having them connect to their true self. And yet you are not to convince yourself that you are the one doing that, inflating your ego. That is not what you're to do. So this is helped if you have an instructor to do that, if you really desire that freedom of being present and being connected to the true reality and possessing the highest commodity available in the world, 
It is not Bitcoin. It is actually self-knowledge and a stillness of mind. Now, it does not mean that you are not going to move or do anything. And I just want to give an example of how, depending on where you are in the world, how different things flip-flop and get exaggerated into different modes of what is honored and every action has an equal reaction and so sometimes when you have exaggerated forms of living in one way you get an exaggerated reaction let's give an example let's look at I had a story yesterday the day before there was a Russian person living in India that had come after the Bolshevik Revolution, was living in India, he was well-to-do, was very learned. Now, he said when he went back to visit in Russia, he was very embarrassed because it became quite apparent to everyone in Russia that his hands were not the hands of the pro proletariat. He didn't have working hands. He had hands that were obviously pampered he was working in a lab and, you know, he had um, helpers and he wasn't the one digging and everything. And so when he went, he was watched. Everyone, when he went to Russia, he was embarrassed because there, after the communist revolution, everything, the Bolshevik revolution that would turn into communist, everything, only thing that was valued was someone who was working with their hands all day. Now, is that a bad thing? It's not a bad thing. It's healthy to work, it's good to work with your hands, yet it is an exaggeration to say that everybody should be working all the time with their hands, digging and building. You need people to think, you need artists, you need all sorts of people, and for sure we know some of the bad things that came from the communism, Yet it's not all bad, and we have different elements in democracy and socialism that are elements of communism. It's, it's, it's in all of the religious books, no matter what religion, elements of this, of everyone working for the same goal and everyone having uh, an equal share and everyone providing an equal share to society. The problem is if it's done forcefully, it becomes exaggerated. And so he said, but when he went to, when he was in India, all the Indians really honored his hands because it was, it was, um, it was, it was so obvious to them that he was a person of intelligence, a person of doing worthy things or a person of importance because they could see his hands were so pampered and <laughs> well fed or whatever. So you see, now in China, you had the Buddhist who before the communist revolution in china the the most honored person was the person who disowned the world and was actually begging for his food not working not owning anything and to tell you the truth that that was an exaggeration that is not what it means the spiritual life there might be it is good if there's some individuals are made for that 
not the majority are made for that. And even the most righteous individuals that the world has seen, it's best, they have been most successful when they also have worked, not been at the mercy of others. But there is a philosophy that, but anyway, China was full of Buddhists and Buddhist monks that all they would do was this. And then it had, took a huge swing where it was outlawed in communist China. Anyone begging for their food, and, and, and I can see something there. I also don't like sometimes, I know there's certain people around where I live, where I work for a living, I know there's some people who are taught that they're going to study all day and other people should give them money. Now, the problem is that we see that a lot of people doing that, they're not really studying, or they're not really supposed to be doing this. And it's a very, but you see, what I'm trying to explain here is each person is going to have to define for themselves depending on where they are, what the ultimate balance is. But we will not be able to fix our society, nor our environment, nor will we be able to reduce the amount of military if we do not obtain highest knowledge, which is self-knowledge. Because when you have self-knowledge, wherever you go, you go whatever you're doing, there is no good or bad. There is just observing it without judgment. That's what it is. There's a reason for it. If I fall in a hole, I don't have to sit there and say, oh, I'm supposed to be in a hole. If someone's attacking me, I don't have to say, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. Let's see if someone chops my head off. No, that's not what it means. So you see, a lot of people get confused with either the amount of effort they use to try to control the world or the amount of energy they don't use in to try to accurately control the situation. But now I see for a few people that's a lot of speaking, so we should play some music. And let's play a new song that also will be on the next album. I think it's going to be the first single released. This is called Inside, so I'm going to give you a little taste of it here. And basically... Whatever it is that is the existence is we are within it and it is within us. It, it's not something somewhere else. It is us. We are it. So when you have true self-knowledge, you have true what you realize is not your only your own source, but even for those who do not realize their true source, you realize that they are that which is you the same source and that only with that knowledge can we become less materialistic more loving more giving so I bless you today to have time to still your mind experience what you might find that you are beyond space and time
many times laser i can't tell what religion you're speaking about or coming from or if it's secular knowledge is this thing something that uh a believer or an atheist or a this or a that would take advantage of or could incorporate i said yes <laughs> yes all of the above if i'm saying something here is nothing that is restricted to any certain religion or people who are of belief because I'm asking at the end that you experience it for yourself and is it neither it's neither anything that is rejecting any of the ways because all of the streams and the rivers are leading into this ocean of higher knowledge understanding that we are all the one source and the only way we will survive here is if we are connected to our true higher selves and to stay in that zone now the actual goal is not just the sitting and getting your quietness the actual goal is the beauty of if you do this this is how you go into the world egoless in that zone yes as princess freeman says your inner spiritual being you wherever you go you remain in that calm, awake to it, observing it, with no um, expectations of what is going to happen. Just the being. It doesn't mean you're out of control with no plan. It also means you're not a control freak. You have to find the right balance. It's all about the balance. And so I bless us all that we should get that inner calm. 
stay there. The only thing we can take with us is the light and the love that we bring into our own being and share with others.
just kind of letting it go here as uh, we move along. Just. Not afraid to not know, and so we're just improvising some music there for you all, giving our thoughts, opening our hearts. And I was just thinking, I know everybody knows drinking more water, eating raw foods, exercising is the secret to a healthy body, healthy mind, also cures the environment. I am not able to do it all the time, but I am trying to do it more. Just pushing ahead is the main thing. There are a few songs that I had promised a few people I have to do. Uh, this song, you know, people, as I said, ask me, Laser, what religion, am I a believer, am I, a, you look like a progressive hippie laser, and someone says, laser, you look like one of those, um, I don't know, are you a Jesus freak laser, and then some other people say, I don't know, it's kind of mystical teachings, we're not really sure laser, so don't have to be sure, because it's all of the above, and, uh, I want to play this for a very special friend of mine who's introduced me to some beautiful souls that I get to meet at the show. And none of, none of us that we meet by chance is by chance. We're not meeting by chance, but I can tell you this song is dedicated to all of you. It's called I Believe, but what I really believe in is I'm really a non-believer, to tell you the truth. I only believe it if I've experienced it, and what I've experienced is I believe in the power of love and beautiful people that we can together be there for each other, make a difference, and we're going to continue to make this world a good and better place. All right, it's almost in tune. Let's do this. I believe 
Say so this might be a good time to ask everybody if they could share this because I want to thank so much Lots of Love Records and my manager Yo that's been working so hard so many years that to be able to do this as 
kind of just a family with the Patreon where people are helping and buying albums and buying tickets, but I don't want her to make it too much like a business, everybody else, because we're not here to be famous. We're not here to make money. We're here to survive and to give love and to spread love and to build bridges. And, and you, um, thank, so thank you for all of you being a part of it. And so by sharing the music, and if you want to go on our website, laserloid.com, you can join the Patreon. We're trying to make a new album. We're getting close to that. And uh, yes, Peter King, she always the best. And so thank you so much to you and lots of love records at Chicago and Janet and Elena and all the great people that have been helping us. But really all of you are lots of love records because just like Peter Knight and, and, and Aaron, all the beautiful people here who have spread the music and made shows in your own towns and keep us going and so together we're making something beautiful at the same time every week someone else is saying wow how come i didn't know about this music this message this beautiful group of people my biggest love is when different people here actually meet each other i have friends um that you were each met here and came from different backgrounds different beliefs different countries even Sending love out to all my friends in Brazil, my friends that are here from India, from Israel. I have friends here from Sudan, from Iran, um, people from all over the globe, from Russia. And um, I'm waiting for our first Chinese fan to come. And so thank you for all your support. If you could all share it and ask your friends to share, or let them know about the album. It's very successful. The Born to Love You single became very successful with the Backstreets with the song Torn and Real and Friends in France. Thank you for being with us. And of course, the UK and Canada. And um, you're all amazing. And, and just the thought I was having, and um, I wanted to get it out there. And if somebody, maybe one of you are in the military and know how to do this, I was thinking if some military would decide, whatever country wants to be the American military, Whatever it wants, they want to choose the people themselves, not the government, not the actual army officers or the people, but the actual soldiers would make a Facebook page or some social media page or some movement where they say, I were speaking today, let's say directly to the, not to the Chinese government, not to the Chinese politicians, not to the Chinese army leaders. We're speaking to the Chinese people and let maybe it's a small group maybe it's going to be one platoon somewhere where they're going to make a post saying here for five minutes watch us we're putting down our guns we're dreaming because we know that you there in china you're our brothers and we should stop being used as pawns as through the history books it's been the small man the poor man the hard-working man the honest loyal man that's been used as a pawn for egos who become politicians who become warlords who pin one person against another and so maybe somewhere is going to someone is going to know how to do that and then maybe there'll be one video of some chinese soldiers who somehow will hide their faces and just show them putting down their guns say they're speaking to the people of Hong Kong or they're speaking to the people the soldiers in America saying we're your brothers we we don't want to fight and maybe it will spread and then all the people of all the armies of the world will wake up 
and not be pawns. Maybe you're a soldier in a militant Islamic group in Afghanistan and they're, they're brainwashing you to kill all people who are not of your specific tribe or belief system. Maybe you're in whatever army you think you might be and they've brainwashed you thinking that really all of those people are worth killing and you wake up and you say, hold on, do we really have to make a war with that or is that our national budget and our debt is so big and our lifestyles have become so obese that we have to continue to try to control the world. Maybe there'll be some... Sh so because you see, you can't just automatically have America put down all their weapons because it's not the message isn't strong enough. It's not like all of a sudden China, North Korea, and Russia are going to say, wow, can you believe that? The American army has uh, disintegrated... Why don't we do the same thing? That's not how it works. So what happens is the actual sh soldiers can start it. You can post a video. Maybe someone will tell their brother, their son, their uncle, their cousin in the army, hey, what about your platoon making a video? You don't have to show your faces. We don't want you to get in trouble. But say, hey, for five minutes, and then maybe certain people can translate into Chinese into Russian, into North Korean language, into Arabic language, saying, hey, we just want the world to know that we don't want to use our weapons. We don't want to be pawns anymore. We are you. You are our brothers. There is no reason for us to kill each other. This has to be a movement of the people, starting from the people. It's not going to happen with a political revolution, and it won't be successful with a bloody revolution, forcefully doing it. It has to be the will of the people. The vessel has to be built slowly. It has to be built at each person's heart. And then maybe one day, it's gonna happen. Sometimes I lay under the moon Thank God I'm breathing Then I pray don't take me soon No, I'm here for a reason Sometimes in the tears I drown But I never let it get me down Cause when negativity Yes, I know one day it will all turn around And all my life I've been waiting for All my life I've been praying for that One day the people will say There'll be no more war And the children will play It's not about 
Because you're here, it's the best ever. We're we're together, two souls. That's all it takes. Again, thank you everybody so much for your support in America. Last tour, 
so many people took me to their houses and and just took me into their families and read me. We are family. That's the reality. We are family. So I'm just super blessed. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. Don't forget to share.